Hello to all my Bitcoin friends around the world. I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. If you are new to this channel, every Monday and every Thursday at 6 p.m. here in the United Kingdom, I go live to talk Bitcoin. So it's great to have you with us. If you're new to the channel, pound the like button, uh, tweet this out, do whatever you need to do. I would appreciate it. It is the 24th of June, 2021. And as always, the name of the game on this channel is Strong Bitcoin Hand. Don't panic, buy HODL. That is what you're going to get on this channel, people. That is it. I can't do charts, technical analysis. I don't make price predictions. I'm just a regular Brit who wants to go live twice a week and rant on about Bitcoin. If you like my content, then do share it out and like this, subscribe, etc. If you don't, then that's okay as well. I don't have a problem. Um, so very, very quickly, if you're brand new to the channel, it is very important that you do this research, i.e. you read. You don't take anything I say as financial advice. Do your own research. Get in the rabbit hole yourself. Um, don't come back to me if you make some silly mistakes. Um, if you want to check out all of my work, you're going to find it at ukbitcoinmaster.com. That is where every video is housed. And bitcoininterviews.com is where you will find all my interviews to date. And stick around to the end of the show. I'll be announcing who my special guest is coming up next Monday. He can't make Thursday, so it's going to be Monday, 6 p.m. London. So stick around to the end and I'll tell you who that is. If you want to check out if um, my interviews are any good and I'll leave that up to you, just go to bitcoininterviews.com. You can find them all over there. And finally, for anybody that wants to drop a lightning tip, there is my tipping.me address. I don't expect it. It's in the show notes. There's a BTC address in the show notes as well, but I certainly don't expect it. Oh, and also, if you're on the move and you'd like to listen rather than watch my ugly mug, then you can listen to my podcasts on Apple, Google and all the others. Um, and you will find them at UK Bitcoin Master Podcasts with an S on the end. Dot com. So that said, very, very briefly, divisive figure as he was, RIP John McAfee. Always sad whether he's a bit of an idiot or not to see somebody that's passed away, particularly under his circumstances. Enough said. I don't intend to say any more about that. So I'm just, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've got to say before we move into what's going on in the world of Bitcoin. The one thing I would say, people, if you're new to the channel or you are a regular on the channel, um, when you comment or I comment in the comments afterwards, if you find anything from me that is followed with, you know, a contact me on WhatsApp, that is not me. That is a scammer. I am fed up deleting them, so I'm not deleting them anymore. But if you are a regular on my show, you'll know that that is not me. OK, one last thing I like to do before we head on over to the desktop is give a few people a shout out. So Bitcoin to the moon down in Australia. He uh, pounded earlier. I'm guessing he's asleep now. I think it's about 3 a.m. where he is. So uh, Bitcoin to the moon, thanks for um, pounding and commenting. Yorkie Bitcoiner um, in the north, north of the UK. We've got Jean Vershaw coming in from Holland. Proud Zionist Jew coming in from the US. Uh, my lovely wife, Elaine, Mrs. UK is in the house. Always great to have you with us. Wilco Delamar, Michael Weber from the South Coast. Uh, who else have we got? Lizelle Lambrecht, 
that's coming in, I'm guessing, from South Africa. Uh, JC Borter from South Africa, too. Welcome to you. So welcome, everyone. Um, we need to get this message out there so that we can find more regular people to get into Bitcoin before all the institutions do it. So let's help some noobs. Uh, front run those institutions. Welcome, Buffy W. My lovely daughter has just joined us. Great to have you with us as always. OK, so let's get on over to the desktop and let's see what's going on. Well, firstly, um, it was about 33 something earlier. It's now nearly 35. So we seem to be recovering somewhat. Uh, I only put this up just to get an idea of what's going on with the price. Many of you that have been around a while will know that it used to be 64. And some of you might be freaking out at this. But you know what? <clears throat> I'm not freaking out because I zoom out. And I look at and learn what's going on behind the scenes within Bitcoin. And this doesn't freak me out one iota. And if you believe that Bitcoin is going to grow over time, neither should it freak you out. Um, I'm South African, but living in Bahrain. <clears throat> well, welcome anyway, Lizelle. Great to have you in the house, wherever you are tuning in from. So that is the price. That's where we're at. I'm sure we'll look at it a bit later and it'll be back down to 33 or 32 and then it will go back to 34 again. And we've got, excuse me, this sideways motion going on. I'm really not bothered about it and neither should you. What you should be doing is stacking sats. That's all you ever should be doing, stacking satoshis and getting on with your life. Okay, so I have found some articles to have a look at. I'm not going to go into them in any great depth, but you'll see the heading at the top here, Building Strong Bitcoin Hands. That is the name of the game on this channel. So one of the things that I talk about and I've always talked about is if you try to trade this, you are going to get wrecked. And it's not just me saying it. Look at the headline. 200,000 crypto traders wrecked as the market sees 1 billion in liquidations. That is why you don't want to trade this thing. That is why you simply want to buy it, hold it, stack more. And again, if you believe Bitcoin's price is going to go up over time, if you believe Bitcoin's price over time is going to be worth more than it is right now at 34,000, I would encourage you to dollar cost average in and keep adding to your Bitcoin stash. That's the only advice I can ever give you. Uh, Bitcoin Sue, welcome to the show. Dave Shackelford, great to have you in the house uh, as well. So one last thing before we move on. Don't try and trade this. You will get wrecked. And then, of course, we start to try and educate noobs on why they need to buy and hold Bitcoin. And clearly, this guy, Jim Cramer, from CNBC. Yeah, he may be a big name out there, but he clearly doesn't understand Bitcoin. Otherwise, he would not have sold most of his Bitcoin. That's the only thing I can say to this particular article. If he understood it, if he understood the scarcity aspect, the number go up aspect, the um, supply versus demand aspect, the immutable aspect, the unconfiscatable aspect and everything else about Bitcoin, I'm telling you now he wouldn't have sold his Bitcoin. And he will look back over time and whether he ever admits it or whether he doesn't, he will have regrets that he sold his Bitcoin. You see, people, 
This is, yeah, sure about our life and improving our financial future. But for me and many others that are OGs in Bitcoin, I don't know, I, people pick me up on the word OG. I think four years, I, I'm in my fifth year in Bitcoin. I think that classes me as a Bitcoin OG. It's certainly not a month, three months or 12 months. So I feel I'm a bit of an OG. I know some of the OGs are 2013, 2014. Uh, Bitcoin Meister or proud Zionist Jew as he is in the chat right now is definitely a Bitcoin OG. Uh, but I don't think this... Uh, individual understands it at all. Otherwise, he'd have never got rid of his Bitcoin. But so what I try to do on my shows is to educate you that even though big names out there are selling, that doesn't mean you should. You should learn how to buy and hold for the long term, because what you have the ability to do within the palm of your hand is change your family's lives for generations to come. Your kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, their kids, grandkids, great-grandkids. This is very slow, like a, like a snail, really, but it is a very steady transfer of wealth to the old boomer generation. And I'm part of the boomers, but at least I've opened my mind to it. I've gone down the rabbit hole. And even as a boomer, I'm just as excited as the Gen X, the millennials and all the others about what Bitcoin can do for me, my family and for generations to come. And that's why I'm in Bitcoin. This guy clearly doesn't get it. <clears throat> If you're in the US, I don't know about the UK right now, but here's just a confirmation that the IRS or the Inland Revenue Services have denied uh, that it's tax free when you move crypto to crypto. So if you go out of one crypto into another crypto, that is a taxable event, people in the US for sure. Um, not quite sure about here in the UK. I haven't heard any news yet, but I would imagine it's the same. So don't move your Bitcoin into something else and then back into Bitcoin because you then have a taxable event and you get into all sorts of nightmares with your IRS or in the UK HMRC. Just buy and hold for the long term. Um, and you never know, we may be in a world very soon like El Salvador, where it's a currency and there's no longer capital gains when you buy things with your Bitcoin. And, you know, the dominoes have started to fall. I think I believe it might be Paraguay. I heard something or I saw something on Twitter earlier about Paraguay. I think it's Paraguay. If I've got it wrong, someone pick me up um, and now following in El Salvador's footsteps. And they are taking strides, actually, to work out how they can make Bitcoin a, 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 a currency in their country. And that's when the dominoes start to fall. That's when you need some vision to understand where this thing is going. And there's an old saying, and I mentioned it on my previous show, I'm going to say it right now, and that is this, and I want you to burn this into your subconscious people, and that is price is a liar. The Bitcoin price right now does not reflect Bitcoin's value right now and where it's going to be in the future Price is a liar. Remember that. You should never move in and out of Bitcoin just because of what the day-to-day -day price is doing. I'm just trying to help you. I'm just trying to educate you people. And if you're on the in the, in the chat thinking, I know all this stuff, then perhaps my channel isn't for you because I can't do technicals. I don't want to do technicals. I'm not doing charts, etc. 
I just want to help people build that strong Bitcoin hand, which is why the heading up there is building strong Bitcoin hands, because that's the number one thing you need to learn how to not be fudded out of your coins by everything that goes out there in the mainstream media. And then, of course, how long have we been bleating on now about what Elon Musk has done by tweeting out about Dogecoin, which started out as a joke? If you are new to all of this, Dogecoin was actually put together as a joke. And yet it's because of Elon Musk tweeting, it's gone absolutely crazy. And then you get people like this guy who went up to a millionaire and then lost it all because of Dogecoin. So in brief, it says Glauper Contessotto put all his money into Dogecoin. His holdings went up in value and touched $2 million. But the volatile meme coin has since dipped and he's no longer a Dogecoin millionaire. Glauper Contest Soto put everything he had into a Dogecoin, a highly volatile cryptocurrency that was originally invented as a joke. He rode that investment to millionaire status and a profile in the New York Times in May. And then came the crash. Now, we've had the crash in Bitcoin too. But here's the thing. Bitcoin always recovers. And when Bitcoin corrects, you can bet your bottom dollar that your altcoins get absolutely wrecked. Why is Dogecoin going to go ultimately to zero and this poor dude's going to lose everything? Because it has got no utility. It's got nothing behind it. As far as I'm aware, it's got no developers working on it. It's a joke pumped up by the likes of Elon Musk and others. And I've been saying this on my show for ages, that he's a multi-billionaire, one of the richest men on the planet. So he doesn't care if he's got 1% in Doge and then it goes to zero. He had a bit of fun with it. But what he doesn't understand is he has wrecked and will wreck millions and millions of lives that didn't go into the rabbit hole and do their proper research to find out why Dogecoin is a joke and Bitcoin is the only coin that we've ever got that has a shot of being money of the future. And you need to learn the difference with those people. Otherwise, you will be fudded out of your Bitcoins in a heartbeat. OK, I meant to say, if you want to get my attention or you want to shout out, type in UK Bitcoin Master, then your message. It will light up in orange. So Michael Weber said, hey, old Hey, me old darlings. Oh, my God. That is definitely an old fashioned saying from the UK. Uh, hello from Worthing. That's the south coast of the UK. Well, Michael, hello, me old darling. Good to have you in the house, sir. As always, Dave Shackleford. Hello, UK. Oh, hi. Hi, Dave. Yeah, I think I've said hi to you already. Um, if you've got anything you want me to shout out or say, just type it in there. Baj Dobnik's in the house. Great to have you with us, Baj, as always. I don't think I've missed anybody. I think my numbers are quite low. I think most people's numbers are quite low. I think right now there seems to be some apathy in the Bitcoin space, and I just don't know why. All of a sudden, Bitcoin will do a U-turn. It will start to climb through the roof and you watch all the channels go nuts. And I, I don't get I should get it, really. It's people. People will be people and you won't change them. And people say to me, well, you must get down. And the answer is no. And they say, really? And I say, if you want proof, go back to 2018 and 2019, go through all my Bitcoin channel shows, videos and come back 
to me with a link to one single show of mine in the three and a bit years I've been live streaming where I was bearish. Even when Bitcoin was down in the doldrums in its Bitcoin winter, I was as bullish as hell because I got quite quickly that you're in this for the long term, not to jump into it today and make a million tomorrow. I get it. Do you get it? Really important. Okay, so then we look at some of the good news that's out there. If Bitcoin's dying, people, why has MicroStrategy now upped its holdings? It now holds over 100,000 Bitcoin. It's just purchased another 489 million recently on 13,005 Bitcoins. Does that sound to you with, with a company putting billions into this that of something that's going to zero? Or are you just reading articles that pop up on your phone when you're out and about? Or somebody in your family who doesn't understand where Bitcoin is going in the future says to you, oh, do you hear that old Bitcoin things crashed then? You know, and you, whoever you are, you go and get freaked out by all of that. You are listening to the wrong people. You are listening to the wrong, reading the wrong narratives on articles that come up on your phone, people. If you want to build your strong Bitcoin hand, as that says at the top, you need to be learning from channels like mine. And I'm not saying mine's the best channel in the world. Goodness gracious, I don't really know much. I know enough and I'm learning. But, you know, I follow some incredible Bitcoiners out there that understand it all. I follow the likes of Jeff Booth, who wrote the book, The Price of Tomorrow. Absolutely superb. Follow that one. I follow Preston Pish. I watch, listen to all of his podcasts. You know, these people understand the macroeconomical side of all of this, which goes way over my head, people. So what I'm trying to get you all to do is to do what I'm doing. And the one thing we learn in life, and that is do as I do, not as I say. So I am doing what I'm trying to teach you guys to do. And I'm telling you now, people like MicroStrategy buying means this thing is not going away. Then you've got El Salvador. All of a sudden, they're announcing that they're going to start using their volcanoes to power the Bitcoin network. And literally, there are going to be companies after companies after companies moving down to El Salvador because they're the first nation state to make Bitcoin a currency. OK, everybody wants to go there now because the volcanic energy is not on and off like power grids. They talk in thousands of years, the energy coming out of volcanoes. So this is a massive deal that El Salvador are announcing this. Sotheby's, if you haven't heard of Sotheby's, you know, very respectable, you know, auctioneers in London. Sotheby's will take Bitcoin bids for an auction of this diamond. Now, people, let's pause for a moment. It does not say Sotheby's will take cryptocurrency for this diamond. It does not say Sotheby's will take Dogecoin, Ether, Cardano, Monero. It says Bitcoin. Do you not get that? Listen, there is just a simple heading there that tells a story if only you will open your mind and start getting this. There's the story. Sotheby's will take Bitcoin bids, not those other poop coins. 
Bitcoin holds 34K as Bloomberg likens 30K uh, support to 4K in 2020. So in 2020, Bitcoin went down to, sorry, in 2017, I'm sorry, um, it went down to 4K and then went through to 20, which is a 5X. OK, so if Bitcoin does the same in the second half of this year, 34K times five is now you've got one hundred and sixty odd thousand dollar Bitcoin. Will you then be in the doom and the gloom then because Bitcoin's not going anywhere? It does not take much for a four or five X. I'm not saying it's going to this year, but many of the content creators, educators, um, technical analysis that I do follow are all saying that once we come out of this whatever sideways motion that we're in and we will, then the thing's going to moon and we're certainly going to go past 100 grand. Now, I'm not saying that. OK, I'm not saying that. On a personal level, my heartfelt opinion is we will breach 100,000 by the end of this year. You've got to get your own emotions in check. How do you feel? Do you believe that? Are you just listening to what I'm saying and then saying, oh, I don't really believe that? And that's OK. But the people that clearly get it will stack more. Did you stack Satoshis when we crashed down and actually touched 28K? Because I did. If you are, if you really believe in Bitcoin, you will see this as the most incredible opportunity to buy Satoshis whilst they are on sale. So I would encourage you always to check your emotions and how you feel around all of this. Now, there's something out there. Oh, hang on, let me move that. Called a, a fear and greed index, and apparently, according to one of the TA guys I follow, it's off the charts right now. Everyone's scared to death that Bitcoin is going to go to zero or is going to crash. You know what? I'm not. I was working out the other day. Even if Bitcoin went to 10k a coin, we are still double our initial investment into Bitcoin in 20. 19, and we have still 5X'd our Bitcoin purchases from 2017. Now, do I believe it's going to go to 10? No, I don't. Do I believe it might drop back into the high 20s again? It's a possibility. Would I care if it did? No. Would I buy Satoshis? Yes, I would. Absolutely, I would. So the point is, this is saying, is it time to buy the blood in Bitcoin? If you listen to anyone that's achieved millionaire or billionaire status in their lives, they will always say this. When the masses are running, whatever it is, whether it's property, whether it's stocks, whether it's Bitcoin, when the masses are running or they're battening down the hatches or they're scared to death and selling everything out, the people that buy then are the people that become the wealthy in the future. You need to get that. OK, so right now, when the masses are running, when everybody's freaking out that the Bitcoin is only 34K. And let's remember that when we turn the year, it is about eight or nine K, I believe. So a 4X, even with this pullback, we've still 4X from where we were at Christmas or thereabouts. You know, you try putting your money in a traditional bank and see what they give you at the end of the year. Nothing. Probably 20 quid or something daft. So the point is, 
Strong hand. Build it. Understand that big hitters are not going to invest into Bitcoin if the thing's going away, I tell you. <clears throat> Very quickly, quick shield to the book. The Bitcoin book, Matthew Underhill. I've read it twice. It's a great book for a beginner. Buy it on Amazon. Give it to a friend or a family member to read as a gift. Um, the, a beginner's guide to the future of finance. I can't recommend it highly enough. OK, a few tweets I found, as always, to back up building our strong Bitcoin hands. Heidi, blockchain chick. Now, she does talk about altcoins, etc. on her channel, but I also know that she's a big Bitcoin hodler. Bitcoin is off over 35,000 in England, we say down, uh, over 35,000 from its all-time all high. In other words, you can have Bitcoin for 35 grand cheaper. I will continue to DCA. And I've put this up because I am totally in alignment with that. I will continue to DCA. Whether the price climbs, whether the price pulls back, I'm going to keep buying every time I get paid. And so should you. But that's not financial advice. Here's an old one I found from Brecky uh, from Swan Bitcoin. I love this one. Think about this. I didn't choose the dollar. I didn't, didn't choose the euro and I didn't choose the pound. I didn't choose yen. I didn't choose the ruble. I didn't choose fractional reserve banking. I didn't choose central banks. I didn't choose QE or quantitative easing. I choose Bitcoin. Do you get from that? You get to choose with Bitcoin. If your country that you're living in comes out with a CDBC or central bank or CBDC, central bank digital currency, you'll have no choice. They'll swap what you've got in your bank for the digital currency. They'll then own your identification. They'll own your ID. They can just turn you off in a heartbeat so that you don't exist anymore because it's all digital. You could be going on holiday, walking through a departure lounge, and they pull you out to one side and say, Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, I'm sorry you you can't get on this flight. You haven't paid your council tax this month. And that's real. That is scary. If you think Big Brother is bad now, you ain't seen nothing to when the central bank digital currencies are in place and you've, you've all got to opt into it. And with Bitcoin, you can choose to opt out of that and then they can't look at your ID and check and catch what you're doing, if that makes sense. So I love this tweet. So simple, but so profound. And this one is profound, people, from a definite Bitcoin OG, Jimmy Song. 2013, we had the Silk Road and it didn't kill Bitcoin. 2017, we had the Bcash hard fork, didn't kill Bitcoin. 2020, actually, we had the pandemic and the world closed down. It didn't kill Bitcoin. 2021, China banning Bitcoin and all the miners are away from China now and moving to other countries. And it did not kill Bitcoin. And as Jimmy says, and as I endorse, this is mega bullish. Just go and do some research and find out how many obituaries have been written about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is dead. This is the end. It's crashed 50%. It's going to zero. And I'm telling you, people, I've only been in four years, but every bit of research I've done, it always bounces back. 
because it is going to be store of value for the world. It will surpass gold in my lifetime for sure, unless I die in a year or something. God willing, I won't. Um, it will surpass gold. That's 10 trillion. We're currently 600 billion, something like that. We did hit a trillion, but, you know, a 12x from where we are now. Think about that. At 30k, that's 360k Bitcoin, close to 400k Bitcoin. So this is really bullish. Great tweet from Jimmy Song. Alistair Milne, the largest Bitcoin mining country is turning off all miners and Bitcoin doesn't care. That's China. Difficulty will adjust and it will continue to operate as normal. People should think more about that, i.e. it's anti-fragile, which is absolutely superb in my book. You know, the miners, China decides they're not going to let miners mine, so they pack up. We've seen videos, haven't we, on Twitter where the miners are boxing everything up and they're going to another country where they are welcome, where they can get cheap electricity, and they start mining again and the hash rate goes up again. Absolutely no bother at all. And, you know, I don't understand it all fully, but it tells me that there is no stopping this incredible asset that is the finest asymmetric bet you'll ever find in the history of mankind. Just incredible. And then we've got one from this guy, this guy that's popped up recently called Lord Fusitua. Now, Lord Fusitua um, is a lord um, in the parliament in the uh, country of Tonga, okay? And I saw him recently on um, BTC Session show. Uh, really, really interesting stuff, and he's got some great stuff to share. AWS, Microsoft, et al. data center cooling. Just the cooling consumes more energy than all of Bitcoin mining. Data centers consume 2 to 4% of the world's electricity, and almost half of that power goes on just cooling those data centers, according to the Uptime Institute. And they say Bitcoin is going to boil the oceans. People, when somebody comes up to you and says, yeah, that Bitcoin, oh, it's an energy thing, you know, climate change is going to, it's going to kill the world, boil the oceans. If you've been on my show and you keep seeing articles like this, you start to learn that this is all rubbish. It is a narrative to discredit Bitcoin. Bitcoin uses um, hydroelectricity. We're going into volcanoes. It uses all this waste gas that comes out from power stations and gold mining um, operations. Instead of it going into the atmosphere and polluting it, the miners use it to um, mine Bitcoin. It's as simple as that. You don't need to understand any more than that, that more and more and more the Bitcoin miners are going where they can get cheap electricity, where they can get electricity that is simply going to waste because it's on grids that are way too far away and they can use that waste electricity. I don't even know if I'm explaining it right, but you take the point. Don't buy into this narrative by the mainstream media that Bitcoin is going to kick, cook the oceans. It's going to cook the world because it's absolute garbage. I almost want to swear, but I don't swear. So just learn this stuff, people, and you won't go far wrong.
Okay, so before I bring up my quote of the day, uh, let me tell you who my special guest is this coming Monday. Now, he is 12 hours ahead of us, but he's willing to get up and go live with me at 6 a.m. his time, which will be 6 p.m. my time on Monday. And it is none other than the person mentioned in this tweet, Lord Fasitua of Tonga. I cannot believe this guy's got nearly 27,000 followers. He's a member of the parliament in, in Tonga. He is actually in hospital at the moment. Uh, I believe he's had some kind of procedure. So maybe he will um, be on the show, not quite in the attire you see here. But nevertheless, I'm really, really excited to be interviewing this guy. He seems to be everywhere at the moment. And yet again, another um, parliament or a parliamentary member that is a big movement. in, And he'll talk about it on Monday's show about how remittances and using Bitcoin is changing how people that are from Tonga living overseas and trying to send money home, they're not being bled of 40 to 50 percent of their remittance in fees to companies like Western Union, and they're being able to send money home for, in some cases, zero fees, and in others, a few sats or a few pennies. So come and join us on Monday at 6pm, where I will be chatting to this incredible guy. If you want to see what he's about, you can follow him, uh, you can see him on BTC Sessions, uh, recent um, Friday Night While We Bullish. He was also recently on another show that I watched. I can't think which one it was, but I will have him as my guest on Monday. And I'm really pumped about this. I can't wait to speak to him. So, quote of the day, and I love this one. Think about this in the context of Bitcoin. The best view comes after the hardest climb. Okay, they say that, you know, it isn't getting easy getting to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro or Mount Everest, but the view from the top is spectacular. It is not easy to buy and hold Bitcoin and learn how to develop a mega strong hand. It is so easy to be knocked off course by people out there that don't have a clue what you're involved in. And if you don't learn how to tune that noise out and get to understand that they don't know what you've looked into, they don't have a clue what you're involved in. They are going to listen to what comes out on the television and in the papers. And then that's when they're going to be reaching out to you and saying, oh, you see that Bitcoin's boiling the oceans. You see blah, blah, that, blah, this. You see Bitcoin's dying. It's crashed. It's going to zero. And if you don't build a strong hand, you will not go through that hard climb. Because I'm telling you, holding your Bitcoin, buying it and then holding it for at least four years, you will always be better off than when you purchased it four years previous. If you want to narrow that down, 210,000 blocks. Adam Meister talks about it all the time on his show. If you look at the, 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 the blocks, if you take your block, okay, right now, or the price of a block now, and roll it back 210,000 blocks, the price of Bitcoin now will always be greater than it was 210,000 blocks ago. Just keep that in mind. So the best view comes after 
the hardest climb. My show is about helping people build strong Bitcoin hands. So come and join me regularly. Pound the like button. Tweet this out. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell button next to it and then click all and you'll be notified when I go live every Monday and every Thursday normally without fail. So I'll be back on Monday with my interview with Lord Fisitua from Tonga. Come and join me. Send a link out to some other people and get them over to see it as well, because I would love to get somebody with his influence on a show with more than maybe 13 to 20 viewers. So help me out here, people. Let's see if we can't get a load of other people to come and join us live. That is it. I'm out of here. I'm going to leave you with my social media links, as I always do. Whatever you are doing, have a great day, morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. I'll be back on Monday. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, signing off. Catch you all on Monday. Thanks for being tuning in and supporting me, as always.